You know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And we back, and we back, and we back, and we back. What's good, creamers? Welcome back to another episode of the Half and Half Podcast. This one is going to be a little bit shorter uh, because we have a limited amount of time left in the booth that we have reserved. Uh, however, we wanted to give you our best albums of the year list. Um, this is a little bonus. This is a little extra gift under the tree for y'all. Yeah, so you have some more content to listen to while we're basically, out. Basically, yeah, to keep, like make this hiatus a little bit shorter. Um, uh, we talked about some stories on the last episode, uh, some current events and things like that. If you want to get into that, uh, listen to last week's episode. We also went over our worst albums of the year. Yep. So that was some fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want banter, like eight to ten. If you want banter, just a little more, a uh, little more, just you know, just something. Like, if you want to hear the worst albums, if you want, yeah, a banter, worse some banter. Yeah. This episode is just purely the best music that came out. Yeah, and it's going to be mostly just celebration of that. And if we have a little time at the end, maybe we'll. I don't know. We'll we'll say goodbye because this will be the last episode of the year. You hear. Yeah. Yeah, so, in our last episode, probably before our one-year anniversary of the podcast. Yes, and yes. we'll be at a clean 40 episodes. So yes. thanks for sticking around. Enjoy. Best albums of the year. Yeah. Um. So, I will start out. Yep. I will start out. Uh, Like the last episode, we'll do this in groups of threes, essentially. Um, Our best lists are different enough, I think. That it's actually kind of like. That there will be some kind of like. At least different enough in positioning. Too. Yeah. All right. Okay. So my number ten is uh, "Eve" by Rhapsody. Fantastic album. Fantastic album. All of these albums on here are fantastic. Okay. Yeah. I just want to say that there is no album on here that I'm like, oh, it's good, but it could be bad. Like almost all of these albums are as good as they could have been. Yeah. Rhapsody is a incredible rapper. Uh, female rapper from Raleigh. NC State alum. I NC think. State alum. Shout out. Shout out to you, Rhapsody. Um, she has done. She's made an incredible career for herself. Uh, being an incredible strong voice in hip hop at this point, this is possible. Yeah, it's probably her finest work yet so far. I would say. Yeah, um, I mean, Layla's Wisdom for me is like a. It's oh, it's, like, it's still a dope album. Yeah, but yeah. like I'm, I'm saying, like it's it, okay. It's, it's a it's a contender for finest work. She's yeah. gone. She's been very good back to back, which is impressive. Yeah, the fact that the number ten best album of 2019 for me is potentially not her finest work, but potentially also is, just speaks to the quality that she puts out usually. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Rapsy's a very dope rapper. The production on here is also airtight. Uh, I, a lot I, of variation. A lot of variation. It's the first time that I think I've ever said, dang, that Phil Collins sample really goes. Yeah, no, it was a pretty great use of that. I was yeah. impressed. Like, no, yeah, so um, Rapsy did an amazing job. She's a fantastic rapper, one of the best rappers active right now. Um, in a year of hip hop that was very much controlled by women and dominated by female rappers, she was definitely one of the finest yeah. ones. She's one of the finest rappers this year, period. Yes, exactly. Yes, one of the finest rappers. Yes. Uh, my number nine is Mirrorland by Earth Gang. Fantastic. Another great one. Mirrorland is just so much fun. It's just, and it kind of has a special place because we were like at that concert yeah. when it came out. Yeah, so. we Vasanth and I were at the concert of its release night. Uh, they were performing at a Hopscotch Festival, which is a festival in Raleigh. J Cole came out on stage, introduced them, said like, you know, go listen to the album, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go listen to the album because Earth Gang is dope. And uh, yeah, Earth, Earth Gang, the some some of these songs on here, are some of the best ones you'll hear this year, like Up. Up is fantastic. Tequila. Up uh, tequila, blue uh, moon, proud uh, of you, proud of you, of course, with my boy Thugga. Um, 
And by the way, Young Thug is my dad, in case you guys didn't know. Young Thug yeah. is my dad. Fun fact. Fun facts. I am Thugger's son. <laughs> um, so I am the son of God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, it was that was it was such a God. it was such a great concert. First of all, just want to say that if you ever have the chance to see um, Earth Gang live, please do. They are incredible. And the album for me is just I just had such a fun time. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just it's a ton of fun. From its highs to it's more like not like low in quality, but the energy they kind of yeah tone it down. But like it's such a yeah, it's I such was, a cool like. It's almost like a, a weird like Atlanta rap musical. It's cool as hell. Yeah, like I just like Earth Gang is having so much fun making music, and you feel it constantly. No matter what the vibe is. No matter what the vibe is, you just can tell that they're having fun and that they love it. You know? Yeah. Even when they bring stuff down, like in Swivel, when they like bring it down tempo for a minute, or stuck, or or whatever. stuck, like you just tell that they love that they're making music, and it shines through. And that type of passion is like. So, Highly appreciated. So appreciated. Um, yeah, but Mirrorland, great album, and I don't even think it's going to be Earth Gang's best work yet because it's still a little rough on the edges occasionally. But as they continue to refine their identity as artists, I think like we're gonna, the 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 sky is the limit. It's crazy. They're very talented. Uh, number eight, I have "Cause I Love You" by Lizzo, uh, an album that came out kind of earlyish in the year. Uh, made some waves and then really caught fire later on because of the Truth deluxe Hurts. version. And I was gonna say with Truth Hurts catching on everything. But those that's Truth Hurts wouldn't have even been one of my favorite songs on this album. Even yeah, if it was on because this album's content is great. It's like a great, it's, it's a pretty. I think Truth Hurts is a good song. Don't get me wrong, but um, I I like the sound that she really embraced here. Uh, she switches between genres like they're like hats. Like so seamlessly, just she's one hardly off a rapper, by the way. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna go into that conversation. No, 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 no. I mean, like, it, the album for me is like a pop, rap, R and B. Oh well, yeah, fusion. it goes over everything. Yeah, she's rock not, even in some like "Cause I Love You" is kind of a rock song. Too. Rocky vibes. Yeah, because got X Ambassadors. For Which us. that's still the weirdest thing that X Ambassadors produced it. Yeah. X Ambassadors make better music because <laughs> if you could produce "Cause I Love You," one of the best songs of the year, you could definitely you can definitely do better with your own music. Yeah, no, nah, it was a good album. Uh, I know some people are finding her act, her behavior annoying, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah, I, I don't care. Um, the music's good. Lizzo, just she like this album. It's just like banger after banger after banger. Um, it was so much fun to listen to. It made me incredibly happy. Uh, and there's still tracks on here that I listen to to this day. And it's it's one of those things where it's like I remember I've I've had people say like detractors of pop music. Kind of be like it's like candy. Like the, if you have too much of it, and like you, it, it's, it you just start getting off. really tired of eating it. I'm not really tired of this album at all. Um, it's endlessly enjoyable. There's people like her, Charlie XCX, and Carly Rae Jepsen who make like great pop music that just like is timeless yep. and will be. So Lizzo, I'm incredibly excited to see what happens next with her. I am super excited for all the commercial success she's had because we need talent like this out there. It's like just yeah, she's been making music for a while. Yeah, exactly. We need some, like we need talent like this appreciated by the masses. So yep. that's my number seven. I will hand it off to Vasanth now. Number ten. It was an album that produced a, a line that was on our review spreadsheet for the longest time. <laughs> Go for it, man. Anger management, Rico Nasty. Mm -hmm. I got bitches on my dick, and I ain't even got a dick. Oh, the energy. Energy. Anger management is a pure rush of energy from Constant. start. Here's the thing: it starts, and like the title suggests, it mellows out at the end because yeah. you get really mad, and then you kind of calm down. Yeah, but it's just—it's a tight ten-track listen, top to bottom, 
fantastic, great yeah. energy, great flow, great production. Rico Nasty is also one of the best rappers active right now. Yeah, she Kenny Beats, incredible. great production. Kenny Beats is one of the best producers active right yeah, he's now, the producer too. Producer of the moment, great yes. production. Good features. Earth Gang's on this album. Mm -hmm. It's a good feature. It's just top to bottom. It's a fun listen. It's so tight. Well done. It's short. It's succinct. Succinct, and it's good. Yes. That's it. Yes. And that's enough for it to just slam the ten. It there's not much to it, but it it executes top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Number nine, for me, Malibu Ken, which was really early this year. It was like yeah. January. Uh, Malibu Ken by Aesop Rock and Tobacco. Who make up Malibu Ken? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Malibu Ken is a lot of quirky production and just a lot of just like the wordplay is ridiculous. Like it's it lyrically one fest. of the most dense yeah. things you'll ever listen to. So if you're interested in like really lyrically proficient hip hop, along with like some pretty cool production that's kind of quirky and interesting, the production's got bounce. I'll say yeah. that much. It's, it's got, got bounce with the bars. Yeah, and it's it's a really interesting listen mm -hmm. and entertaining. Yeah. So number nine, Malibu Ken. Yeah. Um, number eight, Ugh, Those Feels Again, oh, Snow Allegra. I just want to say something really quickly, okay? <laughs> this barely missed my top ten, essentially. This is probably like a 12 Are you going to talk about Situationship? Not, okay, well, <laughs> thanks for like completely like identifying which song. But I was going to say, there are songs on here. Songs, song, parentheses, S, N, parentheses. On here. Well, because no, because we had this conversation already. That I think. Just nail my emotions. So That's what perfectly. makes this album beautiful. It's Snow Allegra has such a deep understanding of just like relationships and love and everything. It's insane. Yeah. Whether you're single or so in good. a relationship, it it yeah. hits in different ways. Whether it's what you're feeling now, what you felt before. Yeah, it's like she just nails it always. She's a fantastic singer. Yeah, along with great. being a great songwriter. Yeah, like. I will say, like, it, it was kept off of my um, best list just kind of based on, like, musically a kind of lack of variety, in my opinion, which I, like, personally, I really like variety. So that, yeah. it's a personal thing, you know? Yeah, no, I it's still you. a great album. But, yeah, I'm just going to hand, hand it back to you. I just had to say that real quick. No. I was like, Snow just absolutely nails that. Yeah, and on top of that, uh, great music video came out recently. Really? Which one? For Woe. Oh, man. You know who's in Woe? Who? The music video? Who? It's her and Michael B. Jordan. Are you serious? Yeah. That's my boy. It's a hot couple. Can't yeah, lie. That's, that's kind of hot. Yeah. Shout out. That's kind of hot. Yeah, that's kind of hot. Can't lie. Yeah, but still. Like, uh, I'll say this. Michael B. Jordan is one of my man crushes. Oh, completely. Yeah. Of course. One of mine, yeah. But um, she deserves to be on this list for me. Number eight. Great album. Really, like, it came out during, like, I don't know when it came out, actually. Uh, like. All I know is when August? It, when it came out. No, it, just, it was during the school year, I think. Yeah, yeah. When it came out, it just fit. It just came out at a good time. Everything that was happening just kind of worked with the album. So, mm -hmm. number eight, Snow Allegra. Aiden, number seven, six, I, and five. Uh, oops, I accidentally closed out of my things real quick. Uh, while I'm pulling up my album list again, just want to say I hope you all are having a lovely uh, winter break at the moment for those that are in college. And if you are not, I hope that you're – It's holiday all the holiday season. seasons right The holiday now. season's here. And let me tell you, the last, last few years I wasn't feeling so jolly. Like, I, I was happy, but I wasn't feeling, like, jolly. jolly. I'm so jolly. We're jolly year. right now. This podcast is doing good. We're actually, like, we could finish at, like, 450 for the year. I'm pretty happy with that. Which we're not happy, far off Especially now that we split this into two episodes, you know? Content. We're yeah. milking it. We're just going to milk this, yeah. Okay, so my number seven, though. I've been super jolly. Um, 
I hope you're all all of your holiday seasons have been super. And jolly. hopefully this. And may know, I say that number seven though is the least jolly album you'll ever hear. In ugh. fact, it's probably the spookiest album you would hear this year. Oh yeah. And that is there existed an addiction to blood by clipping. Aiden's man crush for this album is well documented. Yeah, I love this album. Oh my god. Um. I love Halloween. I want like let me come out there first, okay? I love Halloween. I love hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop leans itself so naturally into like like nefarious type of tendencies, you know? And I've always looked for good music to play around Halloween that really fits that mood. Yeah. And there's true great, Halloween music. There's some great songs like Hail Mary by Tupac that kind of like lean into that kind of spooky sound, you know? With the, yeah, I know what you mean. Do you want to ride or die? Um, I've never heard an album just embrace it so much. It's like just truly. The production on this thing is ridiculous. There are songs like. I remember the first time I played Nothing is Safe for You in the booth here. Yeah, it was. You, you were just like, Ooh. when those synths hit in that song, you were just like, oh my God. First time I heard that song, I got chills. Yeah. When the synths hit in that song. You know, in the middle I of never it. for some reason <sighs> noticed that Clipping's frontman, David Diggs, was yeah, Lafayette and Hamilton. Yes, yes. And I was like, oh, first of all, he's much more than the guy from Hamilton. Yes, please listen to David. Oh, he's also going to be in uh, Pixar's upcoming movie, Soul. Yeah, I yeah, saw. David's in it. Yeah, so go listen to if you like David Diggs. Yes, if you like, first of all, it's very different from what you would have heard. It's not going to be fun history rap. You're not going to enjoy it if you're expecting fun history rap. Um, no, it is just so crazy. There's moments on this album that just don't even sound like music, but it's so atmospheric that it hits so perfectly. The last track is 17 minutes of a, of a song piano. called Piano Burning. And it, it is literally a, a piano, piano burning. burning. So, And it is so atmospheric, too, because it fits the mood so well that I was there, like, I'm so on edge at this point because of the album Yeah, that I'm sitting there, like, expecting something to happen. Yeah. And nothing happens. It's... it's oh, Sorry, spoilers for those who haven't heard Piano it, Burning. It is but nothing cinematic. Happens. It's cinematic. It is a yeah. cinematic album in the best way possible. The thing that like kind of like pulls down. There was like one or two tracks towards the end. It is also a long album. It is long. Yeah, it feels it can feel long because of its cinematic yeah. tendency. But there were one or two songs at the end that didn't quite hit right and just kind of like eh, like nothing like didn't really do it for me. But if you want to hear some of the best songs of the year, of the year, just listen to their. This is how you do a concept album. It is. This is a perfectly executed uh, concept yeah. album. Um, number six, I have Bandana by Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. Uh, bar fest, incredible production. Just crime pays. Crime pays. One of the best songs of the series, easily. Uh, have you seen his Tiny Desk concert? I haven't yet. It's so I good. Know, I want to see it. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton to say about the album. I love because it's album. just good. Because it's just yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like all I can really say about it is just that it's good. If you it's did listen so to Pinata, which yes, is the first collaboration yeah, with last the two with Madlib, yeah. It's fantastic, and in my opinion, I find it a bit more tight than Pinata. I think it's was. a little tighter than Pinata too, just, so, just a little bit, because Pinata is also fantastic. Freddie Gibbs bit. is at a level that me and Annie, me and Annie talk about this. There's a certain level certain rappers will reach, yeah, where they just become like they rap so well, and it sounds unconscious. Yeah, they're just like machines. At that yeah, point. he's a it's rapping insane. machine. Like we even heard him on um. He, we heard him sing recently on uh, disco shit. Yeah, from 03 Greedo and Kenny Beats' new project. Yeah, uh, listen to that album because oh. Freddie Gibbs, like, 
his singing even he hits right now like freddie gibbs could do anything he wants i heard that song I was like freddie gibbs could do whatever he wants no, right now first it's heard be it, awesome you were like is this still Greedo? Yeah, like, no, no, this is Gibbs. Like, and you were like, I was like, what? And then he starts like speeding up, and you're like, oh, okay. I, I was hear. like, yeah, that's Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> Fantastic. Freddie Gibbs could do whatever he wants right now, and it's going to be great. That's all I say about Freddie Gibbs. He's incredibly just talented. Mad Lib's production, of course, because it's Mad Lib. Mad Lib's one of the best producers in hip hop ever. His production is just like air. It's just perfect. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's dusty, someone said, in like a perfect way. Yes, yes. Like it, it, it's intentionally not clean. Yeah. In a way that like makes like, it, it sound feels like authentic. You threw the, it feels like you threw the old vinyl onto the player, and you haven't, you know, you haven't all the taken, crackles. You haven't and... taken great care of that vinyl, but you know, there's you a still love it to that, you know. Yeah. So bandana, it's awesome. I'm definitely sure Vasant will talk more about it later, um, as he hits his list because I know it's gonna be on his list. Um, <laughs> My number five is All My Heroes Are Cornballs by JPEG Mafia. JPEG is just so good, man. He's J- he's the definition of versatility because he's just changed his sound. Yeah. What the hell is like... <laughs> okay, so he released this dirty, grimy album. Well, grimy... I know grime is a British thing, but I'm grimy as in just like down More low veteran. and dirty. Yeah, and veteran, you know? Yeah, he's it a- still is very musically impressive, but I'm saying like the sound is much dirtier than yeah. this one. And then why? It's much more dirtier and internet internet sounding. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, why am I why am I tearing up listening to Feed the Frail on this album? Yeah, because of how pretty it sounds. He changed his whole vibe up, and it's beautiful. It's it's amazing. And like there are songs on here like Jesus Forgive Me, I'm a Thought. That by that title, you'd be like, what am I going to listen to? And it's amazing. Um, it's still got the Peggyisms, the the with the funny wordplay, the, the funny wordplay, the auto tune. Like it's just like. It's still internet rap. It's but internet. Like, it is internet. He rap, went from yeah. like the edgier internet rap to the. He he refined the thing that I love too though too is um how he marketed this whole album saying like with like saying like you're all gonna be disappointed disappointed disappointed, disappointed, disappointed. because it doesn't sound like veteran first yeah. of all yeah because he just kept saying but I could tell he was just taking such glee in how well his fans responded to it yeah he called out like some critics whatever you know but like you could tell when he saw about like the fans everything how like happy he was well because i read a tweet it. saying like this year mentally was a bit all over the place yeah, for yeah. him and maybe that reflects in his music i don't know if like yeah yeah some of us probably recorded this i year. mean yeah like feed the frail is about like i am not a perfect person and i am a celebrity that you look up to and is like like do not put all your stakes in me to be perfect because i will let you down yeah that's such a crazy like it's kind of something we've actually talked about with all yeah. these like people coming out as and, like pedophiles it's such and a bad. realistic take to take on it and i was like it was Peggy, in, yeah. that's so real. Why am I tearing up right now? It, it was he. He's been through a lot. Yeah, and continues to, I imagine. Mm-hmm. But God damn, if that man don't make good music. Yeah. And again, I'm super happy for him, and I'm really happy that he really does seem to embrace like how well his fans are receiving it. So that's my number five. Love JPEG Mafia. Uh, love everything he's doing, and I he's one of like the most exciting people in music right now. Oh yeah. My yeah, turn. Let's go. Song. Okay. Running up the song. Um, number seven. Is he real? Mm-hmm. By IDK. Yep. Yep. Here's my thing with IDK, and I've kind of realized this recently. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, there's some artists where like you know you feel like you're like an original fan. Yeah. In a weird way, that's how I feel with IDK. Um, I remember first was introduced to him when people were making fun of the double XL interview list and they're like idk what kind of name is that Yeah, i remember that yeah and then i ended up listening to his music 
You're like, yeah, it's pretty dope. And it was pretty good. It was the uh, album's called, but it's the album where he's in the orange jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. And the album was good. Oh, that's um, I had a very bad day. Something like that. Uh, like, something about very bad day. Or I I've been very bad. I, I think that's it. Yeah, I've been very bad. Something like that. Yeah. I'll I'll confirm real quick. And it was that. good. Yes. And then I was really into him, into his music from that point onward. And then he released uh, Trigger Happy, which is it's pretty fucking great. And I've just kind of become. I've just enjoyed his music. I've enjoy. I enjoy who he is. I like how he thinks. Mm-hmm. And man, is he real? I was very bad. I was very bad. Yeah. Is he real? Is here's the thing. I get the criticism, and it's kind of partially my criticism. The concept isn't fully explored. No, it's not. He has apparently said that he plans on expanding upon it on his next project or later on. So that'll be interesting. However, this is versatility. Oh yeah, it's yeah. variety, and it has one of the greatest songs of this year called Porno. Yes. Exclusively for the fact that when you listen to it, because it doesn't list anyone on it but him, it's almost like it's so it's like opening like extra presents. Like it's him, <laughs> and then it's yeah. who I think is Rico Nasty. It is Rico. Yeah. It's Rico, and then it's Pusha T, and then you're like, oh god, is this, okay, the song. Like how could this get better? Oh my god, it's Jid is Jid on it at the end. It's like oh my god, it's one of the best rappers around. It's literally what? a run of great features, and he's great on it too. Yeah. I, I also like his singing on that song, too. He sings well. He's, he's a good singer. He's got a nice voice. IDK, is he real? Is just a... It's an album that just hits. Yeah. And it, it's it cre- really it's very well thought out, and it's a nice listen, and I just enjoyed it. And I'm really... Proud isn't necessarily the right word, but I am very happy. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. No, no you can I, be proud of him. I am, like, very happy to see him enjoying this success. Like, Kevin Durant co-signs it, and some, he got Tyler on it, like, talking. Yeah. I'm just happy to see him doing as well as he is, and I am excited to see how he does continues to do in the future. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I really like IDK. Uh, this is one of my honorable mentions for me. Yeah, like, he's he's dope. Just listen to IDK's music. Next up, uh, Eve by Rhapsody. I don't have much yeah. else to add on, but like, love her. It's such a portrait of a strong black woman. It is, yeah, and that's fantastic. Just, I I there's an inspirational quality to that album. Yeah, there is. And I'd she, listen to it. She really nails it. She does. Uh, number five mm-hmm. is a gray area by Little Sims. And uh, yeah, Larry talks about Little Sims a lot. Yeah, he kept on trying to get me to listen to Little Sims. Yeah. I kept on, like, putting it back. I kept on putting it off. And then I heard this album. I was like, yeah, she's great. She's yeah. really good. Gray area is such a, it's clean. Production, it great. Rapping. She's, I think she's at that level of rapping, too. Mm-hmm. It's unconsciously good. Yeah. And there's a song specifically on this album that still resonates. It's therapy. Therapy. Therapy's fantastic. The level of irritation of just like, I don't want to go to fucking therapy. It doesn't fucking help me. Why mm-hmm. do I fucking keep going? Why do people keep telling me to go? Yeah, just. It's a concept that people mm. don't understand. It's just get therapy. It's not that simple. No. It not. never really is. And people get it and it isn't working. And they're like, it's not fucking working. Why do I fucking keep going? I don't even know why I bother. I don't know, man. She's such a good rapper. And there's so much... I just feel like I got to know her somehow listening to it, even though I really don't... Oh, no, know. no. It's a very per- it's very personal, and she like kind of like lets you in, it feels like. And she's like, yeah. let me tell you about my life. Let me and I feel you. the title. The gray yeah. area, like, you feel it. Yes, you do. You feel like this idea of just being kind of stuck somewhere that's in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And it's just it's it's fantastic. Go listen to it. Um so gray I do, area, but I do notice we have the same number two. So I'm gonna do four three, you can do four three, and then we'll talk about number two. My four three is quick. Yeah, you do it. You can hit those real quick. My four and three are four is the clipping album, There Existed in Addiction's Blood, and three is Mirrorland Earth Gang. I love them for the same reasons Aiden said before. Yeah. They're fantastic. And they're four and three, respectively, and that's kind of it. Like, I didn't really have much to add on, so I just thought I'd get those out of the way. So, my number four is uh, my only non-hip-hop entry on here, which is very funny when I realized that. Yeah. Um, it's an album that I heard based off of a recommendation by uh, Air Park, friends of the show. They put up, like, a playlist of, like, songs they'd heard recently that they really liked, and I was like, oh, I'll take a look at it. Yeah. I heard the song Bloodless off this album, and I was like, wow, this is really good. Like, mm-hmm. this is, like, very, like, good atmospheric indie rock. I went an indie folk type stuff, and I went to the album. It's Andrew Bird's My Finest Work Yet. And oh, God. What? That album, like, you, I listened to some of it, I was like, I just felt like I was taken somewhere. I don't yeah. know where. But yeah, <laughs> I know. How was it scared? I, I was taken. Um, It's incredibly atmospheric. It kind of, it's, in its writing, it embraces, like, themes from, like, Greek mythology and things like that. I felt that. like and I was see, in, like, like, in, like, some back street in Europe for some yeah, reason. Like, I, I felt like I was in the street street of Athens, essentially. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, it's an incredibly atmospheric album. Uh, a lot of the songs just are really good. Oh, um, yeah. He's Bloodless, a talented like said, dude, for very talented. sure. He's made, like, 12 albums. Uh, I Which, what? <laughs> crazy. Especially because, like, when you think about rock music, the amount of time that usually takes for artists to release music is crazy. Like, crazy long. Yeah. Um, He's, like, an album a year, basically. And this is, like, one of his most successful ones. He like, calls it his finest work It yet. is his finest work yet, and honestly, a problem. It, it, I've listened to some pieces of, like, his other albums. They're all good. Like, a lot of the songs I've heard are also good, but this is, like, top, top good. This is top. Big good. There are songs like Sisyphus, Bloodless, Olympians, uh, Manifest, Dama Struggle, that follow run. I love that song, Follow Run. That's just like, mm. There's some of the best rock. Like He is some a of the best very, rock songs very good atmospheric crafter. Yes. Like. So, I'm a huge fan of it. I didn't get to cover it in any of the podcast episodes. Uh, I highly recommend it. I think you... If you like indie rock at all, you need to listen to it because it is that good. Yeah. Um, if you're not into indie rock, give it a shot, I would say. I want to add something in here just in the middle yeah. of while we were talking. Yeah. If you and if you haven't heard these albums mm-hmm. and like you're like, Oh, I and you actually like respect us enough and we really do appreciate it to listen to us and then be like, I, I wanna hear what, what they're talking about. And if you listen to it and you like it, like let us know. You can I think the podcast page has DMs open. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. You can DM the podcast, or you can DM us individually, or if you know us, text us, whatever. Like, just let us know, because it's cool cool to see people, like, hear your opinion on something, Mm -hmm. take, and, and, like, actually, like, embrace it almost. In the sense, it's like, they're like, oh, I actually care enough to listen to it. And if you Mm -hmm. like it, that's great, because we've put you onto great music by great people, and, well, I don't know, we're assuming- We hope great people. We hope great people, (laughs) but mostly great musicians. So, like, if you do listen to anything that you hear us talk about today, go ahead and let us know. And I just want to further on that, like, communicating with us. Again, I said this in the last step, so I'm going to reiterate it again. If you find a Nav fan, <laughs> if you know a Nav fan, I want them as a guest on the show. This is not a joke either. <laughs> I genuinely want to have a discussion with them just about why they like Nav's music. Also, I just tell wanna, them to get I some want, help. <laughs> we're not going to be that judgmental. Oh my. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to understand. So I'm going to reissue that challenge again this week. If you guys know someone... 
and you think that they would want to come on, or if you are someone that listens to it and you like Nam's music and you want to come on, tell us. We would love to have you on. We would love to discuss it because it's just we really want to know. And again, if you know someone they don't want to be on the episode, but they want to give us like a statement about why they like them, we'll talk about it and we'll read it and we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Also, quick random aside, I yeah. just randomly found out who Caleb City is. I know who this guy is. He's quite oh. funny. Okay, good. Just aside. Nice. That <laughs> was that's a reference to the last episode about the streamies. So if yeah. you haven't heard that, anyway, check that out. Um, three. Or did you do three? Did I you? need to do three. Yeah. yeah. But I'll be quick about because Vasant kind of like described. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My number three is uh, "Anger Management" by Rico Nasty. Yeah. Uh, it's a bars fest. Rico is just such a good rapper. She really shines on this project, and Kenny's production Can I just, say, just compliments her so well. Yeah, the video of her and her son is one of the, my favorite things. It's so wholesome. Oh, it's it so makes wholesome. me so happy. Yeah, her having and a son it's on so fun. I didn't know she had a husband. He died. I know. Well, I don't know. It's a boyfriend. Boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. But like, yeah. what the hell, man? Yeah, Rico's been through a lot. Apparently, her, I didn't know that. He, I was that was sad as fuck. She had a boyfriend that she had a child with, and I think it was right before the child's birth. The boyfriend died of an asthma attack. And, and she was finishing high school, I think, at the she time. She was finishing high school at the time. Yeah, and like it was a whole thing. I, we, I think Aiden was reading this and was like, this is fucking heartbreaking. And you would never get it just by listening to Rico's music, you know? You would never I mean, you would never expect. Her, she has talked about it in her earlier yeah, work. We yeah. weren't maybe game to we it. We weren't privy to it at that point. Yeah, yeah. but. Shout uh, out to Rico Nasi. Great mom. Great mom, yeah. Great mom. Great rapper. Uh, you can be both. You can be both. Yeah, Rico's You can really, also be a great dad, some of you out there. Rico's really like you know, Rico's important. I'll say that much, and she keeps on making great music, and I think that she's on the right track right now. So. Yeah. Anyway, our number two is is Confessions of a Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind by Logic. No, he no, really no. was on point with this one. Fuck off! It's Igor. Yeah, yeah it's Igor by Tyler the Creator. I don't even know how to talk about this album. Okay. More than we already have, but like it's. Here's what I will say about Igor. It is a song away from being a perfect album. There is one song on the album that I was not a fan of. And if I honestly, like, if that song wasn't on there, it would have been, like, a 10 out of 10 for me. Easy. I just want to, like, make that clear. Yeah, actually, I will say I this. wasn't a fan of the song I Don't Love You. I will say, I think I chipped it. a bit off the rating. Did you, really? I made Ooh. it a nine and a half. I don't know <laughs> if it's updated in the spreadsheet. Huh. So I am justified in the long run. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, in, in all seriousness, though. Um, Tyler the Creator released Igor this year. It's a musical masterpiece. You will be seeing it on a lot of top ten lists this year. Yeah, the, you probably heard a lot about it already. You're probably sick of hearing about it. So why don't you just go listen to it? Yeah, that's like you doofus, yeah. <laughs> you big dummy. Wait, you haven't listened to Igor yet? <laughs> Wait, you're gonna listen to Igor without me? <laughs> Loser. Yeah. No. So. Listen to Igor, stream that title of the creator for clear skin and uh, prosperity just, and prosperity and all the other K-pop words. And um, just go for it. Like, it's great. It's musically beautiful. It's his rapping is airtight when he does rap. His singing is great on it. He barely raps. But yeah, yeah. the relations, it, it, it's, it's such a it takes you really through the whole journey of love and relationships. And it does. Yeah. When I, I remember the first time I heard um, Earthquake. Uh, I was just shocked. With it how was very good impressive. It, was. it yeah. was just so impressive. I was like, "This is incredible," and I had that kind of feeling about most of the songs on this album. And again, if just if he just did not have "I Don't Love You" anymore on it, which I'm just not a fan of, it would be a perfect album. It was fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, so, and it deserved its spot number two. Yeah, let's do honorable mentions. Yeah, because we are running low on time. 
and we'll talk about our number ones after that. Um, so you want to talk about good yeah. things real quick? Too? Uh, you mentioned who did you mention? Who have I mentioned? You know, you mentioned someone who is an honorable men- honorable mention. It's Peggy. Peggy's an honorable Peggy? mention for yeah. me. Uh, Denzel, who's like one of my favorites, uh, he's an honorable mention because Zoo was just really good. Zoo was just a lot of fun. It was just yeah. good. Yeah, she's really good. He's at that level, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for me, honorable mentions just to list: Lizzo, Thugger, Billie Eilish. Injury Reserve, who were great live, by the way. Yes, yes. We saw right before Earth Gang. Yep. That was a great string of concerts. But, Slow yeah. tie. Mm-hmm. Nothing great. Nothing great about Britain. Yeah. And then Corday. All right. All honorable mentions. All fantastic albums that you should listen to. Yeah. Did you listen to Slow Tie? I did not get a chance to. That's, did you get to listen to some of it? I got to listen to some of it, and I really liked it. Basically, it's very wild, what happened. isn't it? It is, yeah. Here's what happened. I really liked it, but I knew it wasn't going to hit my top ten list, essentially. So you just put it to the so side. So I'm, right? like, halfway through, and I kind of just, like... It's such a ride, it isn't it? It is a ride, yeah. It's really good. Doorman is a great song. Doorman is a great song. Um, Shoot the messenger. So to kind of give me some honorable mentions, I might come back next week and say, like, Slow Tie is not... Or next time we record, say, Slow Tie is not a real mention. I might come back and say, if I haven't finished the album, so, you know. Um, Let's Rock by the Black Keys... Uh, it's just a fun rock album, and it it's just set, rock music. Yeah, it's the mission it sets out. Like it set it sets it, a you mission. Rock. In the, yeah, in the title it sets a mission and it follows through perfectly. Um, or very well, not perfectly. I can't really give it that much. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. I really like it. Blues, a long red hot Los Angeles night. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good one, and it was a, such a tough cut. This is my number eleven. I'll say that. It's okay, a, it, it was is my number eleven. Such a tough cut from the. It list. is literally. It takes you through like a night and like. It's a hip opera. That's it's like, a hip opera. It really is. It really just ta- it goes through the life or the a night, night a night of a long red hot Los Angeles night, and it's just the production's perfect by Oh No. And the blue just delivers some great lines. Blue's great a good rapper. rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Western Stars by Bruce Springsteen. Uh, probably Bruce Springsteen's best solo album he's ever done. I'm excited to see what he does with the whole E Street band back together next year. And uh, he'll be going on tour. And I hope to maybe catch that because I do want to see him tour before he Wait, actually retires. Bruce Boy. Bruce Boy, yeah. Uh, is He Real? The song talked about I really liked it, too. And I kind of like echo everything he said. Uh one that kind of grew on me, uh, Ginger by Brockhampton. It was great when it came out, and I, I've just listened to the songs on that yep. album so much. Go peep that episode, by the way, with Nick. Yeah, with Nick. One of, one of our favorites. Um, Good episode. Go listen to it. Yeah, no, I I really like it. Um such a tight album, and they really just like you know do. They I felt do, good for them. I felt good for them too. Yeah, it was a very good moment for them and everything. Uh, Charlie by Charlie XCX, best pop release you'll hear this year. Heard that was good. Yeah, I I love it. Um, good pure pop. Good, yeah, just good pure fun pop. You know what I'm saying by Danny Brown. Oh, that was a, yeah. That's an awesome one. Q-Tips production on there is great. So many good albums um, this year, honestly. Savage, Savage Nomad is probably one of my favorite songs of this year. Just great job. The song with JPEG's good too. Yeah, song with Spirit, JPEG's Negro fun. Spiritual. Yeah, yeah. Great it's spiritual. It is. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then my final honorable mention, I have Kiwanuka by Michael Kiwanuka. Is that the one Arjun recommended? Yeah, yeah. Thank Shout you. Shout out to Arjun. Yeah, Arjun, thank you Good for the banger of a recommendation. Uh, no, I really liked it. Yeah, no, it was Why really are those good. people staring at us? Ah, because we're famous. Um, okay, so our number ones. Vasan, uh, if you want to give yours first. Yep. All right, go for it. Number one, Aiden mentioned it. Yeah. Bandana, Freddie Gibbs. What are you. Look. At, the, at, at my core, I'm just a straight up. I'm a, I'm a fan of hip hop and rap. Yeah, and Bandana is everything 
about hip hop and rap that made me fall in love with it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just fantastic. Great rapping. Great production. Mm-hmm. Good sequencing. Like and like I told Aiden, there's something to love about the almost like raw quality of how the songs almost sound because Oh, like it's if you really like rap music, yeah. Listen to Bandana. And yes. if you don't really like rap music, listen to it anyway, mm-hmm. just to maybe see, like, hip-hop th- at its best. It is a pure rap experience. Yes. And it's fantastic. And after all the bullshit Freddie Gibbs went through, mm-hmm. being in jail when he shouldn't have been, Yes, I'm happy to see him prospering, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to see him put out a fantastic fucking project. Yeah. And Freddie deserves the world. It's just, you know, after everything yeah. he's been through with that. He's a cool-ass dude, man. Yeah. I, I would go more into that story if we had more time. Just look, if you do some research on that. Yeah. It's, cool-ass dude, man. Yeah. Great album. Number one. Deserves it. So my number one uh, is one of on, one of the songs Honorable mentioned. So thanks for invalidating me, you little So my number one is The Lost Boy by YBN Corday. Um, I really like it. It's it's a fantastic debut. It's a fantastic debut. One of the best hip hop debuts I've ever heard. Like ever since like Good Kid, Mad City. Um, yeah. Uh, has some of the most fun songs this year, like R and P. Uh, Corday's lyrical capability at the age that he is, which I think he's younger than both of us, or just slightly no. older. Yeah, he's around our age. He's around our age. The lyrical capability he has already is insane. He's already a rapping machine. Um, J. Cole executive produced it and it's very J. Cole influenced. It's very J. Cole influenced and I do mean that as a compliment because J. Cole can be kind of whack sometimes, but this is like, you know, really good J. Cole stuff type of production. Yeah, it's um, it's really good. Uh just Corday really shined really bright. I'm really excited for him to be nominated for best rap album this year and best rap song. Yeah. Even though Bad Idea is probably like one of the weaker on it. I, still really, I, really like, I still really like that idea, yeah. but Chances Verse has some yeah. iffy lines. I also it. would like to just throw in there, Nightmares Are Real is my favorite song on that album. Oh, Nightmares, are, Nightmares are Real is great. Um, you just <laughs> Literally, because I remember like it came out, and I was like, let me listen to some of these songs, and I was like, holy shit, this album's great. Yeah, and you know, there's even like, with a lot of albums, skits sometimes kind of get in the way. You know, like, yeah, like there's a skit on the album. You're like, OK, that was fine. It leads. Whatever. It does do a good job of connecting songs. I was going to say the skits on this album are at, like actually do enhance. The they series. act as good connective yeah. tissue, which I, I which tracks. I really did appreciate. And, yeah. Um, Corday's really good. Just telling story of his life and the type of person like where he sees himself right now. And kind of like with Basan said about like Freddie and everything. It's just like he just knows how to rap. He knows how to make good music. Yeah. He just knows how to make good music already. He's so young. And um, with that, with that. Top tens and the bottom tens, which is the last episode. Go listen to that. Yeah. Um, so we are going to close out in a second. But before we do, I just want to say thank you, all of you. Yeah. We have thank 19 followers you. on Spotify. I know Aww. more than 19 people. Also, I have a theory, by the way. What? We had really weird numbers on the episode where Hong Kong's in the title, and I think it's because oh. Hong Kong's in the title. I don't think people listen to it real quick and then realize what it wasn't. Hmm. Interesting. That's my theory. But anyway, uh, I love personally, like I can just say, like I really do appreciate every single person who has listened to this podcast. Yeah, me too. It is at the at its core, it is a podcast by two college students at some university in North Carolina, and there's bajillions of pump bajillions of podcasts now, and you don't have to listen to us. Mm-hmm. You know us, 
and you chose to listen. And then you decided that it actually wasn't half bad. It actually wasn't half and half bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that means a lot. The fact that we're about to, at some point, hit 500 streams is crazy. I never thought we'd get there. That's the fact that on an average basis, we have, like, maybe around 8 to 10 people Which... taking time out of the day to listen to us fucking talk for more than a minute yeah. is ridiculous. And, you know, what? we keep growing. Yeah. And, like... We're going to keep, like, the plan is to keep growing and keep getting bigger. And we're still doing this. I did not think we'd be 40 episodes deep. Yeah, I thought episode two, I thought after that, we were like, all right, so we're going to call this, right? (laughs) Did you not want to do it after episode two? No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm saying, like, when we were starting it out. Like, it's really hard to develop consistency. Yeah. You know, like, I I just saw, like, when we started this out, I was like, okay, so we're going to start this, but I bet it's going to tamper off at a certain point, and we're just going to be like, all right, we're not going to do this anymore. But you guys have, like, kept us in business. You keep, like, the interactions we have with people and, like, just, like, even, like, remember, like, when we were at that party and there was the one guy that listened to the episode with Nick and he made, like, a game. That was some random-ass interaction, but it made me that feel really good. That was the coolest moment. Like, that was so cool. Like, having people that don't even, like, you know, don't have an Truly know us. Don't have an obligation. My friends don't it. have an obligation to listen to us yeah. or support us. Arjun doesn't have an obligation to listen. Nick, they don't. They Do you c- know who definitely doesn't have an obligation to listen to it? Lindsay. My, I was going to say, my older brother's girlfriend <laughs> has zero obligation to, yet she does, and we appreciate her. Yeah, so and the much. fact that Arjun, Nick, and Manu hopped on, Jeff too, have Jeff hopped too. on as guests. Yes. We John really, Mangan too. John Mangan too. John Mangan too. <laughs> John, he is John Mangan too. Actually, yeah. John Mangan three. Yeah. That's a whole other story. The fact that all these people have listened and chosen to be guests and enjoyed it, and done it twice in some yeah. cases, is yeah. it means a lot, you know. And we're really excited to see what happens in the next year. Yeah, and we don't need this to go anywhere. We just need this to keep being fun, and it stayed fun the entire time we've been doing it. Yeah, you guys keep it. You guys keep it like just the interactions and everything. Being at Thanksgiving and Lindsay talking to me about AJR Girl. Again, go back to the bumbling. Wait, she did? She did. It was hilarious, <laughs> yeah. And just things like that. Just, like, it, like, we appreciate every single, like, thing. The fact this. people in my cousin who listens to this, yeah, too, cousin, sometimes. Yeah. The fact sometimes they'll talk to me, like, they'll not only be like, we listened, but also, like, your take on this was actually really interesting. Yeah. It's like, people have heard me. Because I've put work out there, and they've yeah. listened to that before they even talked to me about it. Yeah. It's let me fucking t- crazy. Let me tell you, as a white man in this in this country, it's the first time I felt heard. <laughs> no, but it was... Nah, but it's, seriously, though, It's like, truly a beautiful thing, and thank you all for making this little podcast this nice thing we can all enjoy together. And all I'll say, too, is, like, in life, you take the good with the bad. Yeah. There has been no bad with this. Yeah, this, this has, has been truly a completely been... positive experience. And, and even if because... this gets big enough that people are being dicks to us, I yeah. won't care. I won't care, because... I know where we started. I know where we started. I know where we are. And I know... Because our personal lives, like, I can say for myself, it's they've been all over the place during oh, the yeah, time yeah, this definitely. podcast has existed. Yeah. And this place has always been fun and enjoyable, no yeah. matter how I have felt. It's also a little bit of bro time. That's right. Of course. <laughs> ha. That's right. Guys rule. Guys are back. Guys are back. Ah! <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, seriously, though, uh, we appreciate you so much. Every single one of you. If you want to bring in more creamers, we appreciate it all the time when you tell someone, like, hey, why don't you listen to this? Why don't you, like, you know. Or they talked about this thing I think yeah, you're interested maybe in. Maybe you'd be interested in hearing this. Oh, like, you want you want to hear about some good music? Yeah. They just released the best albums thing. What? <laughs> I need some more music to listen to. Yeah, yeah. here you go. 
Well, anyway, though, we are running up to the clock. I could thank you guys a million times, like a million times. And it more. wouldn't be enough. And it would not nearly be enough. So, but, but we have this booth till 6.30 and 6.29. We need to save this episode and get upload on Google Drive. <laughs> yep. So thank you, Creamers. Thanks, guys, for listening. Hashtag fuck Wendy Williams. That's right. And uh, stay creamy. Uh, we'll, we'll be s- back after our one-year anniversary probably, but we will definitely do a tweet. Or- <laughs> See you next I'm, year. <laughs> I'm going to do something to commemorate it. I don't know what. But we'll figure so- it out. We will do something. Anyway. See you guys uh, in 2020. See you guys Take in 2020. Take it easy. And, uh, yeah, like I said, stay Creamers. And always remember. What's good, creamers? What's good, bitch? Bye. Bye. Yeah. Had a very shiny nose. And if you ever.